Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. That's the reason I like to ask what I'm praying about because first, let me say this. First of all, if somebody wants me to pray, then they're expecting me to believe for it. Well, I'm not going to believe for something I don't know what I'm believing for. And if I've already got God's Word on it, I don't have to pray about it. God's Word already tells me. And then secondly, if they, 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 may, if they don't want me to believe for it, at least they want me to agree on it. I'm not going to agree. I can't agree on something I don't know what I'm agreeing on. See, that's the reason there's a lot of lost motion in church and in prayer. Because people say, well, just pray for me. Well, what for? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue with more from the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan. What to do when faith seems weak and victory lost. Stay tuned. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Kenneth E. Hagan's message. We, people, are not altogether to blame, however, because uh, sometimes the church, sometimes the preacher, sometimes the lack of right teaching or wrong teaching has held people in a babyhood stage of Christianity. They have not been able to develop as they should have developed. And so they're not altogether to blame. But that's one reason of these services is to teach people, praise God, how to take advantage of what belongs to them and how to use their faith and their rights and privileges in Christ Jesus. You know, I was preaching right over here in Beaumont one time. And a lady came to me at the close of a morning service just like this. Said, Brother Hagin, I want you to pray for me. Well, I said, what for? You know, I like to know what I'm praying for. Sometimes you don't have to pray about some things. Because we've already got God's word on it. Now this... Uh, you know, uh, you may think this is far-fetched, but man, I could tell you some that would top this one. That's absolutely true. That's the reason I like to ask what I'm praying about because first, let me say this. First of all, if somebody wants me to pray, then they're expecting me to believe for it. Well, I'm not going to believe for something I don't know what I'm believing for. And if I've already got God's Word on it, I don't have to pray about it. God's Word already tells me. And then secondly, if they, 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 they may, if they don't want me to believe for it, at least they want me to agree on it. I'm not going to agree. I can't agree on something I don't know what I'm agreeing on. See, that's the reason there's a lot of lost motion in church and in prayer. Because people said, well, just pray for me. Well, what for? I was holding a meeting up in East Texas years ago. And morning service like this, there's four or five pastors there. And we all stood around, the preachers talking after service. In fact, we talked for an hour or two. And finally, one left, another left. And the last one left, he shook hands. This pastor shook hands with the pastor where I was holding a meeting and, and myself. And as he, as he shook hands with me, he said, pray for me. And I just held on to his hand and said, what for? And he looks all the startled. See, we just get in the habit of saying things don't mean a thing in the world. Don't mean a thing in the world. I said, what for? Well, he looked at me, sort of blinked his eyes, and he said, uh, 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 well, uh, 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 u
Well, I said that wouldn't do any good. The Bible said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you want more faith, just get in the Word. Amen. <laughs> well, uh, pray for me that I'll just have a closer walk with the Lord. I said, well, that wouldn't do any good unless you're going to do something about it yourself. If you want a closer walk with the Lord, well, then just stay in the Word a little more and pray a little more, and you'll walk close to the Lord. That's the way you walk close to the Lord. Oh, he said, just forget it. I didn't. I don't know what I meant by it. I don't know what I meant by it. He said, just forget it. And you know, he is just being honest, and that's the truth. We don't know what we mean by some things sometimes. We just say things to be saying something to make conversation, but we shouldn't do it. We should be sincere about these things. Are you listening and reverent about them? Now then, the, uh, uh, th this fellow came up here in East Texas. Now you think about this. Some things don't need to be prayed about because we've already got the answer. We've got God's word for it. And, and he wanted me and the pastor, and I wasn't a member of this man's church, but he was coming there to church. I, I hope he didn't have any members. Is that stupid? And he'd been coming there to church now. And he wanted us to pray, the pastor and myself, to pray, you see. Now, he's married and got a wife. But he wanted us to pray that God would give him the wife of another man there in the church. Now, you'd think nobody would be that stupid. But I'll tell you, some things you're praying about might be just as stupid. I mean, if the Word of God already gives you the answer on it, why pray about it? God's not going to change his word. The Bible said God don't ever change. He'll be the same before you start praying, while you're praying, when you get through praying. Really, prayer changes you is what it changes. Amen. Well, now, I'm not going to waste my time of praying that God would give some man who's already married and got a wife somebody else's wife because that's not the will of God. It'd surprise you how many people are that stupid. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> oh, you get out beyond the word of God, you're in trouble. Your prayer's not going to work. Your faith's not going to work. You get out beyond the word of God. Amen. Amen. Well, this lady over in Beaumont, you remember her? She came at the close of one of these services like this. Said, Brother Hagin, I want you to pray for me. I said, what for? She looked at me, saw the startled light, and said, well, do I have to tell you? I said, well, I'm not going to pray unless you do. <laughs> and then I reminded her, if she expected me to believe for something, I got to know what it is I'm believing for. Because I can't believe beyond the Bible. Faith is based on God's Word. Bible faith is based on God's Word. Are you listening to me? Or else, if she doesn't want me to believe for it, at least she wants me to agree, agree with her about it. And so I said, I'm not going to pray unless you do. And I reminded her, well, she, and I'm not making fun of her, I'm just simply stating fact, because I sympathize with the woman, but sympathy won't help her. She said, uh, she tuned up and began to cry, you know. She said, well, I'll tell you, Brother Hagin. She said, uh, the cares of life and the burdens of life and the worries of life are just so heavy. 
I, I just can't carry them. Now, I wanted you to pray that God would do one of two things. That he'd either give me grace to bear them or take about a half of them. Well, I can carry half of them, but I can't carry all of them. <laughs> now, she really said that. Well, I said, sister, I can't pray either prayer. Either prayer would be unscriptural. I can't pray either prayer. Because God don't even want you to carry half of them. And God don't even want to give you the grace to carry all of them. God wants to carry all of them for you. I said, isn't it wonderful that you and I have inside information? You know, what I meant was information inside the Word, praise God. Inside information. Open the Bible, you see, to 1 Peter 5, 7, where he said, casting all of your care on him, not half of it, not pray that God give you grace, all of your care, that's what she said, was the cares of life are so heavy. The burden, the worries. I said, it said right here, see, casting all tells you exactly what to do about it. Casting all your cares on him, for he careth for you. And I like the Amplified Translation. It's, it's a little more explicit. It said, casting the whole of your cares, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all on him. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. For he careth for you affectionately and about you watchfully. You know. Gave her the word of God. And she looked at me, you know, and said, Oh, you're hard. You're hard. Well, I said, Dear sister, I, I didn't write the Bible. It wasn't me that said, Cast all your cares on me. It was God. It's Jesus. And he cares about you affectionately and for you watchfully. That's the reason he wanted you to cast them on him, is because he does love you. He's not being hard. He loves you. He wants to care them for you. But he can't care them as long as you're carrying them. See, you've got to turn them over to him. You've got to cast them on him. Yeah, she said, but you don't know what I've got to worry about. I said, dear sister, I'm sure I don't. But I know he does. I know he does. I know he does. Let's cast them on him. Let's turn it over to the Lord. Oh, no, she said, I know I can't. Well, I couldn't quit worrying, she said. No, she said, I couldn't. I couldn't quit worrying. Well, I said, that's what the alcoholic says. He can't quit drinking. That's what the cigarette sucker says. I can't quit smoking. That's what the person with the worry habit said. I can't quit worrying. I can't. Yes, you can. Hallelujah. See, don't use the word can't. You can. You can do anything the Bible said do. You can do anything the Bible said do. Whatever you are bound by, you can be free from. Whatever habit. Worry habits just as bad as these other habits. Just as wrong. And you can be delivered. Praise God. You can quit. And you can do what the Bible said do. 
You can do what the Bible said do. Amen. Praise God. So, uh, let's, let's act on his word. What do you say? Praise God. Now, let's come down here to step number five. And this is important whether you realize at first, whether you realize it is it or not when I first stated. We'll stop and talk about it a little bit in, in detail. Sincerely desire the benefit that you ask of God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Plus the book by Ken Hagan, You Can Make It, and CD message, Walking with God by Ken Hagan. All three tremendous resources are yours for just $14.95. That's $8.95 off the regular price. Call now to get this very special offer, 1-888-FAITH-99. Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Start your new year off right. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. As we start the year off, I would like to encourage you that have been partnering with us to continue your partnership or maybe consider increasing your monthly partnership. And if you haven't partnered with us, I would like to ask you, starting with January, that you partner with us this year to help us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue to strengthen our faith with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, what to do when faith seems weak and victory lost. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.